Here we go. Hi, everybody. This is Christy. I'm Michael. And we're Terror and Tacos. And welcome to the podcast. Uh, today, what are we going to talk about today, Michael? Well, Christy, today we're going to talk about fall. We're oh, gonna, I love fall. I know. We're going to help people plan their fall horror watching, uh, horror movie watching. Um, fall only means one thing to me. And what is that? Halloween. Yes, yes, absolutely. Fall means scary movies to me. Now, in reality, it's what Labor Day today. Right. Um, it, yesterday here in Dallas, it was about 98 degrees. Yeah. So what do you say to those people who are like, it's too early to it, start talking what? about fall is, and Halloween? It is never too early. <laughs> like, I, For me, it gets, you know, earlier and earlier every year. I texted you the other day and said, it's happening. It's happening in my house. I'm watching Bram Stoker's Dracula. Fall, Fall has is arrived. Here. Yeah. Fall is here. I agree. It is, you know, and I can smell it in the air. Like, I'll go out in the morning and drink coffee, and I'm like, there's something in the it's air. It's coming. It's coming. There's it's... a spirit store opening yeah. down the street for I me. I can feel it. There's yeah. a disturbance in the force. <laughs> And I can feel it. I feel like in honor of us, it started raining today and actually yeah. cooled off. Yeah. Um, and we even had fall-themed tacos, did we not? Or, you know. We, yeah, sort of. Sort, sort of. of did. So today, let's talk about our tacos first, yeah. and then we'll get into the main uh, stuff of what yeah. we're going to talk about. Uh, I went to Fiesta, supermarket yes. chain here in Texas. Um, it Home might of be the greatest business. elote oh in the God, world. Oh, my God. Exactly. Uh, not elote corn, just elote. <laughs> just elote. Uh, and so if you go to Fiesta, the one on Ross, if you live in Dallas, uh, before you go into the actual supermarket, just to the right is just a window that says tacos. And so... <laughs> that's, that's perfect. Yeah, like, let's just go to the taco window and get some tacos. And basically... What it is, is that, you know, they have a deli inside with all kinds of, like, Mexican and Tex-Mex kind of delights. And they'll put it in a tortilla for you. Nice. So, what we did is, today we got one of my favorite staples of growing up. Uh, it's called uh, picadillo con papas. And that's basically, like, ground meat with potatoes. It's like a shepherd's yeah, pie. Yeah, that, I had not, I don't think I've ever had it. Um, and it, it's, yeah, it's like shepherd's pie in a tortilla. It's, it's amazing. It's delicious. It's, you know, ground meat. Uh, spiced um, and, and seasoned and with potatoes and sometimes they put peas in it sometimes they put carrots um, it's it's I think every culture has a version of yeah, this you yeah know? and I, I mean I, you can eat it at any of course any time of year but for some reason that it's a hearty meal yeah, it it's feels hearty. like it's getting colder yeah and I love, and you with know. a tortilla it's it's just it's delicious yeah so those are the tacos we had go to fiesta we don't get money from fiesta or any of no, these taco but places but they do all of their food is they do all of their food there and and they do their tortillas there and and it's delicious and um yeah, so that's what we ate today. Uh, so this is what we're gonna do. Let me let me tell you what we're gonna do. We are going to uh, list five of our favorite Halloween movies. Yes, five each. Right. We have two crossovers. Yeah, we have two so crossovers. It's sort of three each, and then two. Right. Um, I do a thing, and I know that Michael does a thing also. I, when on October first, I start my annual thirty-one days of yes. horror, mm -hmm. and I watch or try to watch a horror movie every night. And, and sometimes I, more than one. And sometimes more than one. Yeah. And we couldn't possibly sit here and list all of the horror movies that we like to watch during the fall season leading up to Halloween. So we've chosen a few that are staples. Yes. These are movies that we go to every year mm -hmm. and they 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 demarcate where we where are, we are in, in, fall. in fall for us. And yeah. we, we, we did something else also, which is, you know... Because we care about the people. Because we care about the people and we want you to have a good <laughs> Halloween season. Um, Mike is really kind of like covering movies that are... are that have big scare factors. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I that think so. That are, are, are scary. Uh, and I'm covering movies that are creepy and have a lot of mood, a lot like, of that. Yes. And are also stylized scary, but are also way. very stylized. Yeah. And uh, because, like I said, I mean, you and I, we watch horror movies all, all year. All the time. All year round. So, even before we started doing it. This is why we started doing yeah, it, right? Yeah, so even, so, yeah, so to me... Halloween is more about style and atmosphere and mood. Would you agree with that? I think, yeah, definitely. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. 
because we watch movies, horror movies all the time, like I said, even before this, there is something about fall and, and the coming of Halloween that, that is, I don't know, I want to feel cold. I want to feel the season. I want to um, feel scared. I want to feel scared. I want to feel like I don't want to leave my house. Right. Uh, and there are, maybe because I'm a creature of habit or I like what I like, there are certain movies that I go to every every like October, September right. or October that it's like. Yeah. Like and you said, I even you, I even save them up. Like there are movies that yeah. I will not watch, watch until unless it's October. Yeah, I'm gonna hold off until then. Yeah, so. because you know I want to enjoy it the way I enjoy, enjoy it. So what's your first one? My first one. Okay, so um, I chose a movie that I love so much. I already said that, and I'm gonna give you the Italian name. Awesome. And then I'm gonna translate it for you. So my first movie is a Mario Bava, 1963 Mario Bava film called. I tre, I tre volti della paura. That was very impressive. And, and... Which means the three faces of fear. Yes. <laughs> um, but we would know it here in the United States or in England as um, Black Sabbath. Yeah. Uh, and it's an anthology and a high, high style. It's three little stories. Uh, the first one is called The Telephone. The second one is called Vordulak starring uh, Boris Karloff, and it's the only movie where Boris Karloff played a vampire. He's wow. played every other monster. That's, I had not thought about that. Yeah, and then the last little story in the anthology is called The Drop of Water. And they each are have their own style. Um, it's super, like, saturated color. And that pure Italian... Pure Italian, like you know that Argento was totally influenced by Bava right. watching this film because the big Mario Bava film before this one was Black Sunday. Right. Uh, and that was a black and white starring Barbara Steele, also amazing. But Black Sabbath is like saturated color, three distinct styles of storytelling within one movie, uh, very moody, very atmospheric, um, that beautiful 60s aesthetic that yeah. I love. Beautiful Italian women with lots of cleavage and big yeah. hair and Regardless black Regardless of what time period Regardless the movie is set in. Regardless of what time yeah. period it's set in, it's this aesthetic. Uh, the blood is almost orange. Yeah, oh, you know, I love it, I love it. It's so great and um, they're fun. They're fun and and actually in within the anthology, they get progressively scarier. Right. Um, Which I think is also, a, I think that's a great setup mm -hmm. for anthologies right. um, in general. That yeah. we move from, oh, this is fun. And this, this is fun. Is a, and then by the this end, it's like, oh. a little creepy. And then the last one is a little like, oh, my God. But it's not so scary that you can't watch it alone right. or that you won't have fun watching it. Because I understand that a lot of our listeners, Michael, mm -hmm. are not huge horror fans. Right, they're not watching every day. Right, so I want to also, I wanted also to give something to them yes. that will put them in the Halloween mood. Without, without terrifying them. Without terrifying them. That's and great. this is fantastic. It's, um, and just so you know, the telephone, which is the first little story in the anthology, is the, the, the movie that really inspired the Jalo style right. of, of um, horror films. Jalo is, is like, a psychological thriller horror that has nothing to do with supernatural stuff. Right. And then influence, in turn, I mean, a million... A million others. Like, I American mean, and British Most notably, well. like, this is the move. This is the story that influenced Argento to do Bird with a Crystal Plumage. Uh, and pretty much everything Every, after, after that, that that's not supernatural. Right. Um, so, I Tre Volti della Paura, or Black Sabbath... Um, Mario Bava, 1963. You can rent it on Amazon. It's really great. Lots of color. And I'm also going to do a snack pairing with Perfect. it, Michael. Perfect. Fantastic. Um, so what should, we, what should we snack on whilst watching this? I think that while you're watching Black Sabbath, um, you should definitely get like a good pizza. Yeah. From it, a good place. Not... Not... not, not I'm not yeah. going to say it. Right. But, you know, find your local, authentic... Italian restaurant and order some good pizza 
and 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 get a good classic pizza. And I would also say uh, you should drink Negronis. Oh no! <laughs> while you're doing this, Perfect. the Negroni is is a very classic Italian cocktail from the '60s. That is fantastic. And so That's a brilliant pairing. You should definitely do pizzas and um, Negronis. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's my first one. Um, um, what's your first cool. one? So my first one, I kind of took, I picked three movies before we get to the two we share. I picked three movies that in some way uh, feel like the progression through fall to me. Mm -hmm. So the first one I chose was The Others from 2001. Love that film. Um, another movie that I think if you're not a necessarily a huge horror fan, there are some great scares in The Others. But I don't think Pretty it's... Pretty scary scary. Yes, yes. But also, like, it's a, just a really good movie, yeah. you know? It's got Nicole Kidman, Christopher Eccleston. But to me, this is, like, <clears throat> the, the beginning of fall. when I And this is usually the first one that Aspen and I will kick things off with. Uh, creepy British children, uh, you know... Creepy British servants. Pre yes, Fanula Flanagan playing one of the creepiest servants. You, who, you can't get better than she's her. She's so good. She's so good. Um, yeah, and it's like, it feels like the weather's changing. You know, it might be 95 degrees out, but you'll want to put on a jumper. You mm -hmm. know, you want to on a, put on a woolen jumper. A jumper is a sweater in England. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, and yeah, it's just got, it's... There's a lot of talk of losing men at the front. It just feels like right. fall now, to Now, is it right after the first war? No, it's the, after the second, second war. war. Yeah, yeah. Second, second, the second war. The second world war. Um, yeah, and, and Nicole Kidman's husband, who's Chris Frackleston, the ninth doctor for Doctor Who fans, uh -huh. um, has, you know, disappeared. And there's right. all this, like, did he die at the front? Mm -hmm. uh, it is a, it's a spooky story. It has the feel of, like, classic older stories like... I mean, inspired, I think it's directly inspired by, like, Turn of the Screw and yeah. things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so it has that kind of vibe. Uh, and, and honestly, one of my favorite, if not my favorite, Nicole Kidman performances. I sometimes go back and forth on her. And I, I like her in this Me movie too. a lot. Me too. Like, I think I've, I'm notoriously, I don't know, I, I, I think that Nicole Kidman is a whisper actress. Yeah, totally. And, and whisper acting means nothing yeah. to me. Yeah, we all talk like that. I, yeah, it, yeah. it really upsets me when an actor's not on their voice. But oddly, for this movie, it's it's absolutely appropriate. It works, yeah, it because works it is so such well. a quiet, like, everything about it is still yeah. and quiet. It's shot beautifully. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, that's, that's my first one. And again, I think anyone can watch it. There are some really scary moments, but there's... a the bulk of it is just, you know, dread. Right. And you don't quite know what's going on. Do you remember who directed it? I think uh, it's a Spanish It's a Spanish director, director and I'm terrible, but... No, it's not. It's like, I just find it super interesting that it's a, it's a, like a Spanish uh, company. Pro yeah. Production company with British actors. Alejandro, oh man, I, I'm going to say his name wrong. Um, Amenabar? Uh-huh. No, that's right. Is that right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, look, this is... The tradition of brilliant Spanish and I mean it's just they're kind of running the world right now Spaniards as directors. And ghost and, stories. Yeah, they they've got it. Yeah. Um and so uh inspired by you, I have also this, to me this is like you get yourself some biscuits. Oh some yeah. hobnobs, uh uh some McVitties, oh, and you sit yeah. down. Uh some people would probably say, you know, get uh, an English breakfast tea with it. I'm, I'm gonna say you should probably drink an ice cold Coca Cola. That's oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna throw right. out. An ice cold Coca Cola, <laughs> but with some biscuits. Oh, right. I'll probably. I mean, I love Coca Cola, but I'll probably go with like the more kind of like English breakfast or you know Irish breakfast. But Coca Cola, yeah. okay, that's good. If you are gonna do Irish breakfast, please drink berries. It's the best tea. All um, right. All right, what do you got, number, oh, what's number two? Uh, number two, okay, this is a classic, and you've heard me talk about this one before, but to me, this is the beginning of fall. It's the beginning of everything, even though the movie takes place in in, er, in May, in early summer, and I picked 1975, The Wicker Man. Oh, man, this is, uh, yeah. you introduced, you, like, you really introduced me to this movie years ago. I had seen it as a kid and didn't really fully appreciate it. Uh, yeah, sorry, I cut you no, off. No, it's fine. Um, I love this movie. And, and please, 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 please don't go watch the remake. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can if you want to. But it's, it's, 
It's not not before you watch not the original. Not before you watch the original. Oh no, God, no. Um, it's a travesty, in my opinion. Um, you're the you're the biggest liar of all. Yeah, oh my God. Nick oh. Cage is comical in the remake. Yeah, it's very comical, and I th- Labute took the original story and and you know beat it up and twisted it and forced it into what he wanted, he wanted it, it to be. be. So what is the original? The original is um, you know Sergeant Howie, played by Edward Woodward comes to a small, uh, the small island of Summer Isle, which is supposed to be famous for its fruit export to the rest of Europe, uh, fruit and vegetable and plants and stuff like that, to investigate the disappearance of a child, Rowan Morrison, a young girl. Uh, And the more he learns about the strange practices of the islanders, and I will say, I'll say the weird yeah. practices of the Can islanders. Can we spell that with like a Y? The Y. Yeah, definitely. Um, the closer he gets to solving the mystery of Rowan Morrison, but he gets he gets way closer than he ever thought yeah. he was going to get. Um, it's it's again highly stat. This is not bloody. No, this no. is not a bloody <clears throat> film. This is not a gory film at all. This is the perfect example of a film that is creepy. Uh-huh. And throughout. Throughout. And uh sometimes a little funny, but you yeah. kind of don't know why. And also, I'll be honest, Christy, sometimes a little sexy. Yeah. It's also very sexy. <laughs> in a in a sexy seventies kind of way. Again, right? again, that same kind of aesthetic of like lots of eyeliner and big I just love it, y'all. I can't help it. Um, Christopher Lee stars as Lord Summerisle. Edward Woodward starts stars at as Sergeant Howie. Britt Eckland is in it. Yeah. And Ingrid Pitt is in it. Uh, directed by Robin Hardy. And it's Chris Lee's favorite film. It was his favorite it, film that he ever did. I, it makes sense. It. Uh, I remember when we watched it at your old place. This uh-huh. has got to be, I don't know, seven or eight, years ten ago, years. Yeah. I don't even know now. But um, it is, it's a, a brilliant take. And I'm, I'm guessing one of the earlier ones, horror movie-wise, on the, the sort of classic arrogant male. Yeah. Who thinks... He knows everything. everything. Yeah. Um, it's also, in its own way, I think, a comment on not just the arrogance of men, but the arrogance of Christianity. Absolutely. Uh, and it, but it doesn't. I don't know the way it, it does it in a, a subtle. Like it, I don't feel d- like I'm getting beat over the no, head. No, no, they don't beat you up over the head. And actually, they, the the inhabitants of the island are like, yeah, we're all for you being Christian. Yeah. That's fantastic. Right. That's great. Um, they're they're not about uh, converting. They're not anybody. <laughs> right. right. Um, you know, they want you to believe what you believe. Right. Um, and it's it's. I just love it, and I the, the Wicker Man is a movie that I will watch at the beginning of fall, but I also watch it at Easter. Yeah, because it's. I yeah. mean, it's right around. It's, it's right around that the rites time. of May and all yeah, of that. Yeah, and it and it has one of my favorite lines of all time, better, which is Christopher Lee standing on that hill, going. Mm-hmm. Come, it is time to keep your appointment with a wicker man. So good. It's so. It's and it has so, one of the so best good. endings of a horror movie. Oh ever. my god! It's so amazing. Yeah. Uh, you think it's going to go one way? It goes a, and very, it goes a very different, different way. way. <laughs> Again, this is a movie that is not. It, it's not. It's not scary in the traditional sense. Right. No. It, it, you know, it just makes you think a little bit. Makes great. you look a little inward. Yeah, a and it's a, bit. I think a great horror movie for people who. Who think they're not horror fans. Right. You know, um, this is a good one. A really good one. Right. And I will say that this is a movie that you should watch at dusk. Ooh, excellent. This is not a movie. I mean, you can if you want to. You can watch it at nighttime or you can watch it during the day. I watch horror movies all the time. But if I'm going to watch The Wicker Man, I make sure that I watch Watch it. it I'm such a nerd. No, no, because I was going to say the same. The Others, to me, is like you watch it on a Sunday afternoon. Right. Yeah, this makes perfect sense to me. So you watch The Wicker Man at dusk, right before the sun goes down. Um, And when you watch it, you'll know why. Yeah. it, it's it's really really great. One of my favorite movies. It's got some great performances. I mean, um, yeah, 
It's it's a lot of original, a lot of original music and a lot of ancient music. Yeah, yeah. Um, like it's old very cool. Irish it, or it, Welsh. It, or it has English. actually inspired a few movies. Uh, it, it it had a huge resurgence in the early two thousands for some reason. I've loved it forever, but it had an, a, a resurgence and, and inspired so, so many, many, many other movies. There's a movie called The Wicker Tree or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, That yeah. is supposed to be like a continuation. Jason. There was going to be a sequel to it, um, but... Let me guess, they fucked it up with the remake? Well, <laughs> it wasn't... They didn't fuck it up with the remake. They were going to remake it like 10 years after the original Wicker Man. And I... I there's a... Uh, I copied a, a quote about it because I just think they didn't do it because they, they... It was not... It wouldn't have worked. Anthony Schaefer wrote a 30-page film script uh, treatment entitled The Loathsome Lambton Worm. That was a direct sequel to the film. Uh, and it would have relied m- more like on fantastical and special effects. Oh, and man. All that kind of stuff. And Also, that title is terrible. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, like, if I... If, or awesome, I can't decide now. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to spoil it, so I'll, I'll tell you a little bit more after the podcast what this yeah, movie's about. But, but it would have completely, uh, I think, undercut the ending of, of, the, of original the original Wicker Man. Wicker Man, and and I don't want that to be disturbed. no. And the Wicker Man doesn't rely on obviously I mean, it's a '70s movie, but it doesn't rely on sort of these grand Magic fantastical or, no, things and no, it, it that's special actually, effects, or, it, and it's actually why it is scary. Yeah, because and why it holds up. Why it holds up, and, and yeah. Cool. It's so pretty fantastic. What and should we eat and drink with so this one? So, with The Wicker Man, I really feel like since the uh, Summer Isle is known for its apples. Oh, yes, indeed. Yeah, and so you should uh, have apple pie. I'm going to go with like a sweet, yeah. um, you know, and that's kind of autumn right? Yes. So, you should have a good apple pie uh, or you should have like a chicken salad that has apples in it mm-hmm. you know if you want something savory um, or you could have a peach cobbler because they serve him peach cobbler and peach cobbler movie. is delicious yeah peach cobbler is delicious and you should go with a hard cider oh great perfect or mead yeah or lager some sort of these older right yes or whiskey okay quite frankly perfect yeah. one of the ancient drinks watch it at dusk. What? Okay. Remind That's me great. to tell you something about Black Sabbath at the end of our podcast. Okay. Okay. Um, so next. Okay. So my next one is, I don't know. I don't want to say strange because I absolutely love this movie. My second for like the dead of fall. This is, it's dark. The days are getting shorter. You don't want to leave your apartment. Maybe you watch it yourself to really creep yourself out is Insidious Part 2. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Now, that I know, movie did scare me. Yeah, it's still... I don't know why. Now, people are probably like, Michael, that's crazy. I haven't even seen Insidious. Here's how you fix that. Go fucking watch Insidious. Right. Which um, <laughs> I also really it's like. Also good. Yeah, I really like. And maybe actually the better movie, but for some reason, Insidious Part 2 scares me way more. It, what is it? I don't know. Like, the way it starts to play with, like, dream logic and... The it's I think part of it is in Insidious 2, the villain is your father. And like as a child, I don't know. I mean, it, we see it a lot in horror movies, but man, if you can't trust your parents, who can, who you, can trust, you trust? Man? And so that I think is part of the horror. They um this is, you know, it's James Wan. I love James, James Wan. Wan is great. It's, he's fantastic. Um it's uh yeah it it it's just really it's creepy it deals with essentially this sort of nightmare world right, right. these 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 you kind of begin to move excuse me in and out of this nightmare world and what happens when the nightmare world bleeds into yours right. or when you travel fully into it and there are just some like dark fucking scary things that these uh characters confront um and it's like it's patrick wilson it's it's got a great cast and i think now there's four insidious movies two is my favorite i don't know why but two is my favorite no i love that movie it it, and it is scary it is it is absolutely scary and maybe not something i love to watch it alone 
Because you like to get scared. Yeah, and it's one of the few movies that, like, I will actually scare me. I will usually, you know, you're talking about watching Wicker Man at dusk. I will usually watch this, like, late, late, late at night after Aspen has gone to bed. Right. Um, just to fuck yourself up. Yeah, man. Yeah. Because sometimes you want to do that. Sometimes you want to do it. And yeah, I have yeah. movies that I watch late, late at night to fuck me up. And this has, it has, okay, it has, you know, some great design, uh, atmospheric type stuff. Then it also has just like some classic shit like the kids, there's two little brothers and they're talking with like the old, they go back to their dad's childhood home and they have like the cans on the string that yeah. you talk to and then something else oh, starts talking no. to the kid. So it's like a nice combination like that, of, yeah, these like super classic scares with like some really incredible I costume makeup right. set, like all of those designers working in consort, which is which is really uh I think is great and creates a, a world of its own. And look, I mean James Wan is he's he's all he's over the great. place. He's doing it, he's making it happen. Yeah. He's done some great films. Um I would, like I said, watch this late at night. Late at night. I would eat brownies. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Um, would you eat a special brownies? If I were in California or Colorado where this is legal, absolutely they would be special, special brownies. brownies. Yeah, there is something I actually put. This is terrible. This is amazing. My first thing is says snack, colon, pills. <laughs> <laughs> there is something drug-addled about Insidious sure. to me. Uh, that, that, that... Don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs. They're bad. Um, I guess. <laughs> but there is something to me about Insidious that is, like, not sober. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah, no, it makes absolute sense. Because it deals with, like, dream world, nightmare right, world. Right, um, right, right. I did that the other night, not with Insidious too, but I did that with, I told you, Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Don't do drugs. Um, <laughs> Freaked me out. I bet. Yeah, and I was like, problems, dude. No, stop! <laughs> Don't. Uh, probably if I was gonna drink something for Insidious 2, Christy, I'd probably go with an ice cold Coke. <laughs> an ice cold? An ice cold, cold Coke. Coke. Yeah, yeah. So, like, for the others, you would drink an ice cold Coke. And I think it works for Insidious as well. Okay. <laughs> All right, sure. An ice cold Coca-Cola. An ice cold Coca-Cola. All right. Um... Cool. So, what's your what's your number three? My number three is, uh, I think, a classic already, even though it's 1999. And oh my it is, god, is uh, that Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow? Sleepy Hollow. Oh, sorry, I cut you. Sleepy Hollow. Is it 99? Really? Yeah, it's 1999. Wow. Okay. Man, I saw. I remember when I saw it the first time in the theater. Me too. So. Me too. I um, absolutely love this movie. I fucking love this movie so much, and it is based on Washington Irving's. Legend of Sleepy Hollow, mm -hmm. uh, and I say based because he doesn't stick entirely to the story of the book, but it is mostly the the the, the story in in uh, the novel that Washington Irving wrote. It stars Johnny Depp as Ichabod Crane, Christina Ricci as Katrina Von Tussle, mm -hmm. Miranda Richardson, Michael Gambon, Casper Van Dien, Jeffrey Jones, Ian McDermott, Michael Goh, Christopher Walken, Christopher Lee. I mean, this it, reads it like is, it's star-studded. Yeah. And he actually, Sleepy Hollow was his love letter to Hammer Films from the 60s and 70s. The, and you've heard me talk about Hammer yeah. Films before. It, is, it was shot at Pinewood Studios. In England, which is where all of those movies were shot. Shot, yeah. And, you know... Is that where Star Wars... I think Star Wars might be shot there. Yeah, too. Star Wars. And the outside shots were done in... I think they were done somewhere like behind the Iron Curtain. Ooh. Um, I don't know. I, I can't remember. I, I wonder if it's like Romania or Bulgaria or somewhere uh, where there's still like forests that look like... Like that, yeah. yeah. And But the inside stuff was all done... In, on a soundstage because most of the Hammer films, most of like the Chris Lee Draculas and Frankensteins and Mummies that are Hammer films were done on sound stages and they are like super saturated color and super fantastical sets and uh, like these are what forests in your little kid storybook mind, mind look, look like. like. Um, 
and there's beautiful costumes the, and the score by Danny Elfman. Yeah, this is might incredible. be my, uh, not my favorite Burton film of all time. It's one, I love it. I absolutely love it. And to me, it really is of all the movies, like when the beginning of fall. It is. Um, it is that, that those first few notes of Danny Elf, Elfman's score. Yeah. And the shot of the carriage traveling next to the Hudson River. You know, yes. to me, like upstate New York, the I, my my ideal I, I picture of fall is upstate New York. Yeah, that's perfect. You know? And so it's like this is upstate New York in the 1700s, and those first few notes of the score and the carriage, you know, traveling alongside the Hudson River, it's just it it's transcendent. Yeah, and the, I mean it is. Like this, the minute you say it, the the black and white dress that Christina Ricci has at towards the end of the film, uh-huh. I, it might be my favorite. I know this sounds. I think ri- you're talking about Miranda Richardson. Sorry, dress. Miranda. Yes, yeah, yes. In the windmill. In the wind. Yes, yeah. in the windmill. Not not Christina Ricci. Sorry. It is. It's one of the greatest costumes I've ever, ever. seen. I, I mean, it's just. Yeah. It's be it does everything it a costume should do yeah, if that I makes think sense. I'm I may be wrong, but I think that Tim Burton usually uses Colleen Atwood okay. as a costume designer. I'll look that up and I'll I'll correct it if I'm wrong. Okay. But she's incredible. And you, it is. It's one of my favorite costumes on film but, ever. And it it is I it's there's like to me at this point two Tim Burtons and this is this is getting towards the end of the awesome Tim Burton in yeah. my mind. That doesn't mean I don't think he made anything good after, but there started to be when he some yeah. of the stuff I just didn't. But this to me is still classic Burton. I'll tell you what I classic Depp. I'll tell you what I think it is. Go for it. So this is like, uh, and I'm I'm halfway joking, halfway not joking. So this is the last film. That had his old girlfriend Lisa Marie. Right, she's in, in it. it. Lisa Marie is in all his films pre Sleeping uh-huh. Hollow, and she always like in Mars Attacks. She plays the sexy Martian. Yeah. That uh, seduces. Is it Martin Short or Michael? Is it Michael J. Fox? Oh, I don't even those. remember. Um, but she all she she plays like non-speaking roles. Uh-huh. But she's always like sexy and fantastical. And in Sleepy Hollow, Lisa Marie. Who's gorgeous Absolutely. in that weird Tim Burton, David Lynch kind of way? Kind of yeah. way, uh, plays uh, Ichabod's mom, mom. in yeah. in the flashbacks. Right, who is tortured by her fa- who his was father? Who is tortured by his father for being a witch? Yeah, and. Um, and she looks beautiful. Oh, man. Like she's absolutely gorgeous. And I think Sleepy Hollow is the last. T- it's he broke up with Lisa Marie because he started seeing Helen Bottom, Bottom Carter. Carter. <laughs> And Helena Bonham Carter is like, she breaks up marriages, yo. Um, and then she just stops being Tim Burton to yeah. me. It's really strange. It is strange. very strange. And, and you know, there are like elements of his Sleepy Hollow, uh, sorry, not Sleepy Hollow, of his Sweeney Todd that I like. Yeah, sure. Um, but that also was, a, you know, Sondheim commodity and all that. Right. But like the fucking Alice, Alice in Wonderland and, and that kind of, I don't know what happened. I don't know what so man. Sleepy Hollow is like to me is this beautiful memory of of classic Tim Burton, right? You know, right. And Sleepy Hollow to me, he first let me say he he actually brought Michael Go and out of retirement to do this because Michael Go is like a, a, a veteran of Hammer films, and and Chris Lee because Chris Lee also did a bunch of right. Hammer films. Yeah. And, he, and Chris Lee is just like a cameo, but still it's really really great. The art direction of the movie is. Fucking incredible! It's, yeah, I mean, the acting is incredible. It it it's the only movie that can boast three Sith lords. That's true. Yeah, Ray Park. Yes, who plays Darth Maul plays the, is the headless yeah. horseman in when when he's the headless horseman. horseman right. Um, Chris Walken is the Hessian. Right, that who becomes, becomes the headless, headless horseman. horseman. Sure. Um, Ian McDermott. Who plays Darth Sidious? Yeah, and Chris Emperor. Lee, who was Darth Tyrannus. Yes, you know? that's amazing. Um, yeah, so it, it's just, it's beautiful to look at. And and to me, like I keep saying it, but to me, one of the main c- contributors to that is the music. Um, and this is a movie that you watch, I would say, when, you, when you're when you closer to actual fall. 
Like when it when you really start getting that bite in the in air. In the air, yeah. Uh-huh. If we lived in a place where leaves changed, leaves, yes, yeah. Absolutely. If you live in a place where leaves change, then you should start watching it when those leaves Let's begin to turn. Chair. Yeah. And you start to feel that little nip in the air. And I would say you can watch it in the evening, but I also think that this is a movie for like a Saturday afternoon yeah perfect that's kind of chilly yeah and maybe know? it's gray out maybe the it's sun gray doesn't outside. really shine it doesn't yeah. want to shine and you just get on your couch and wrap yourself in a nice warm blanket turn on some incense or light some incense or candle and i think that you should eat pumpkin pie with it oh that's perfect i think that you should have a slice of pumpkin pie or if you want something savory you should have like like what they you know a plowman's lunch yeah like you should have like some cheese and some <laughs> meat and some pickled things like gherkins or olives and a hearty bread. That's, um, <laughs> that's what you should eat with it. And I think that you should drink like a spiced or a mulled wine. Okay. Or a hearty red wine. Um, or I would even say a Guinness. Yeah, that w- I think that works. So, so it's, it's a hearty kind of, yeah. It's a hearty kind of like uh, upstate New York uh, fall, fall country. Fall kind of, yeah. Country I need to, my film. iron needs to be, or whatever, yes, you know, whatever. exactly. I'm getting up early in the morning <laughs> yeah. to go chop wood. My constitution, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, great. I, yeah, I absolutely love that movie. Wonderful. Again, not super soup. It has some some good creepy moments. No, this but is. This is not, this is all style, yeah, man. This yeah, is I, this is a style. perfect one. And I have to say, one of Johnny Depp's best performances. Absolutely, acting. hands down. Yeah. When he was still... When he was still, I, was still good. When he was still creative and not just... Yeah, yeah. kind of fearless. Yeah, it's great. Um, cool. Well, my final of, I guess, just the th- my three is mm-hmm. um, 2011 or 2012 movie, depending on sort of who you ask or what you count, because uh, it didn't didn't get, like, super wide release and then um, ended up kind of doing well on streaming or whatever. It is Ty West's uh, The Innkeepers. Ty West, man. The Innkeepers. The Innkeepers. Holy shit, I love that movie so much. Yeah, me too. And it has... I, I came to it a couple years ago. Um, Ty West also did House of the Devil, which is, I mean... He also did The Pact. Yes, and The Pact. Like, he's... All, and House of the Devil is just this brilliant... I almost chose recreated. House of the Devil I mean, as one I of I did them. as well. Because the first time I saw House of the Devil was on Halloween... Caught it, it was on MTV or some shit, and Aspen and I spent like 30 minutes trying to figure out which 80s movie we were watching that we had forgotten. Me too. And then I was like, finally, was like, wait, this is a new movie. Me too. House of the Devil, fucking go see that shit. I couldn't fucking believe it. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. I've never, how have I never seen this movie? It's unreal. So House of the Devil, go see that Mm -hmm. as well. Um, But The Innkeepers is... This to me, I made it last because it's 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 to me is the false comfort of fall. Mm-hmm. You think, oh, it's it's lovely. We're all wrapped up together and hanging out. It's like, no, motherfuckers, winter is here. Everything's gonna die. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, it's true. Innkeepers is I I think just an absolutely brilliant fucking movie. That it takes. It is so good that at times you will forget it's a horror movie. Right. And then when you are reminded of it, oh my God, you are reminded of it. You are reminded of it. Um, Make make no mistake what you're watching. Make no mistake. Yeah. And it takes place in an inn called the Yankee Peddler, which is in, you know, New England or whatever. Somewhere. Which is perfectly fall. In my mind, it's always fall up there. Yeah, me too. Um, And it, it is, I mean... It's, it's great because it's right after the summer season. Yes. Like the movie takes place right after the summer season. Yes. So yeah. that's where we're well, headed. That's where we're into. headed. And it it's uh I mean it's at times a, a two person movie. Uh-huh. We have other people come in, the 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 great I mean an incredible sort of guest starring um oh my god. Kelly Kelly McGillis. Ke- yes, thank you. Jesus. Um, who... Kelly Kelly McGillis? Kelly uh, from Top Gun. Yeah. Um, wow, I'm getting old. I can't remember yeah. things. Uh, who uh, plays like a retired actress, but now is like has an understanding of... of She's like a life coach uh, Like a life something. coach and... and yeah, but for a lot of a lot of the movie, it really is the two main actors. Uh, I think it's Sarah Paxton and Pat Healy. Yeah, and then Kelly McGillis, who's great in it, but kind of is 
interspersed. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of? Are you familiar with that play, uh, The Flick? Yes. Yeah, what is that's Annie Baker. That's right? Annie Baker. Um, it's kind of like a horror movie version of The yes, Flick. Yes, if you took sort of the two main characters of The Flick, cut 90 minutes off The Flick. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really long that play. That is some badass horror yeah. elements. Yeah, and and it's it's. I just think it's brilliant, and it's funny. I don't know if that is funny. It has become an obsession of mine over the last few years. Yeah. Um, I think I think you actually you introduced me to the Innkeepers a few years ago, uh-huh. and it has. I, I will watch it. Now it is. It's in the rotation. I yeah. will watch it every fall. I I absolutely I I adore it. It is one of my favorite, not just one of my favorite horror movies. The Innkeepers is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, this is a movie that I don't I don't wait for Halloween. Like sometimes I'll just be, I just feel like watching it. I feel like getting yeah. really 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 fucking scared, uh-huh. and I'm gonna watch it. There's I directed something recently. I can't remember, I can't remember what it was. I don't remember, but I, oh, that's terrible. I should, because the, those final, like, 20 minutes of The Innkeepers is what I I showed to my cast. To, to And yeah. I said, this, this is, is what you're this going is, for. This is what you're going for. It is I arguably one of the best sequences, sequences of, of any horror movie. Um, and it's, and it's, the the payoff is brilliant because of how Ty West has gotten you there. Right. And one of the you I, I love those two characters. You know, <sighs> they're completely flawed and ridiculous at well, times. Sure, but, but like I, so I love are you them. And I. Yeah, so are you and I. And I, I I love them and you actually care about them and Yeah. I it's so good. And it is I think also, one setting basically. Other yeah, than it's one setting. She goes to the coffee shop for a minute, but that's But about that's it. like next door or yeah. across the street or whatever. But I totally I think I also love it so much because in there is a world in which you and I would be those people. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, and I can think of like one or two of our friends yeah. who are like, oh, that is absolutely, absolutely. like if, if I didn't do what I do and Michael didn't do what he that does. That would be what I did. That would be what we would do. We yeah. are those people. Yes. And that I absolutely love it. So if you haven't seen The Innkeepers, see it. If you haven't seen House of the Devil... Just for this, I mean, you want to talk about style. It is staggering what West, Ty West, yeah. is able to do in, yeah. in House of the Devil. Tim Noonan is in uh, yes House and of the fa- Devil, and, and honestly, that is the only reason I figured out it was new. Right, because I was like, he can't, he wouldn't have been this old in the eighties. Right, right. That There's another the- actress I can't remember who it is, but she's another actress that plays the realtor. Yes. Where I was like, oh, oh okay. okay. All yeah. right. Because she looks older and I was like, no, nah, she's, yeah, like, she's, she's like a scream queen from, right. from the 80s. And right. She wouldn't be she in wouldn't her 50s. She wouldn't be in her 50s. Yeah. Um, uh, but up until that point, I was like, "I'm." how did I miss this movie? Yeah, this me crazy. too. It was crazy. So, um, uh, yeah, cool. And what's, oh, your, what's your snack I actually, So I need your help on this because I got lazy. So you taught Aspen how to make something that I refer to as Mexican hot chocolate and I'm sure has a real name. Uh, it's, uh, well, it's... And it's atole, not really hot chocolate. It's atole. Okay. Um, yeah, but that's a good one. Oh, dude, it's... What, can you tell the people what it is? Yeah, it's, it, it, it does have chocolate in it. Right. Um, but it also, it's kind of, it's like cornmeal. It's like, it's like a porridge. Yes. It's like a drinkable porridge and you make it with, with cornmeal and cinnamon and and Mexican chocolate and milk and it is uh, or almond milk if you don't want to drink gin. dairy and you heat it up and it gets thick and delicious and uh, it's it's a hearty sweet porridge it's so good yeah and yeah you tell my wife how to make it she's really good at making it and that is like to me I'm gonna settle in with the innkeepers maybe also like a like an ice cold Coca Cola drink. Okay, with it. I noticed that in here. I know you love Coca Cola. I've had two since we've been talking. Right. So um, basically, have a Coca Cola with all the movies. All the movies, every movie. Okay. Um, but yeah, that is like the. Can you? What's it called? What's it really called? Atole. Okay, atole. Um, as yeah, opposed, yeah. I just have Mexican hot chocolate. Yeah. Um, it's perfect because it is hearty. It's sweet, but it's also it's like a meal. Yeah, like it's it eats like a like meal. A meal. We will sometimes, that's all we'll have all day. Like, like oh, really? we'll do like a, we're going to watch. It's delicious. We're going to watch multiple horror movies and we're not going to leave the house. 
Makes make, them yeah, so Aspen will make a batch of that, and like that's what we'll do for the day, and Man, it's great. It's so good. I'm so glad. Yeah, I love it. Fantastic. So now we're down to our crossovers. Yes. Right? Now these are two movies. Well, I mean, these are probably my two favorite horror movies. I assume they're two of they're your two favorites. of my favorite horror movies of all time. Time, and I will generally reserve them for Halloween Day. Like this is right. how I'll finish. Me too. Or Halloween night, whatever. For This is how I'll finish the Halloween right. season. Right. And these are like... Uh, I don't think, you know... With these these two, I think, will also get their own episodes at some yeah, point. Yeah, maybe within the um, next few weeks. Right. So, the, the let's just talk about The Shining. Yeah. I mean... Stanley Kubrick's... Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. is and, and the way... This one is great because... Well, they're both great, but this is terrifying but also high style yeah high style yeah. uh uh just you know in in Stanley Kubrick fashion beautifully shot beautifully scored beautifully acted l- great production value the art direction yeah. of this film is fucking incredible uh the cinematography it's Kubrick um, yeah um, there's there's I, there's nothing like it. I there's absolutely nothing. One like of the it. you know one of the things that pissed me off so much about Hereditary. Huh, go on. Is, Tell me what pissed you off about Hereditary. So many things. Michael. I'm angry at Hereditary again. No, I mean like one of the things was you know we watched a little interview with the director before and he right. sort of he sort of casts. The Shining aside as as working as a comedy, which yeah. seems to what be one of what did he say? He's he like, like to I mean, me when I was when I was younger and I was is, watching horror. It's like The Shining works to me as a comedy, you know. And, it's and like, he said it so glibly. It's one of the most arrogant fucking things I've ever seen. And I am God. I'm in. I'm an actor. Right. And this is so still what we see. We see a lot of arrogant things. Probably from ourselves sometimes. Right, absolutely. But uh, cool, fine, whatever, man. Like, you want to laugh at The Shining? Great. I was it like, is, child? It's Stanley fucking Kubrick. Yeah, I think we both looked at each other like, what? What? Yeah. Uh, that may have colored our experience our, of, of Hereditary. hereditary. It um, still has some of the fucking best scares Ever. Ever. Um, ever, it, ever, ever, uh, and and like jump scares, uh, surprise scares. Yeah, but also the kind of scare that gets into your bones. Yeah, and won't go away. Yeah, and one of the one of the things he does, and I know King hate, you know, yeah, hate King Stephen King is not a fan of this adaptation, but is not a fan of Stanley Kubrick, who does honestly seem like. God, it was a total dick. Yeah. Um, At least especially to Shelley Duvall. Jesus. Right. Um, He doesn't provide answers for a lot of things, which makes it that much more fucking terrifying. Everyone's like, what does the end mean? Who? I don't know. Decide for your fucking self. Right. Why is that teddy bear blowing that dude? I don't fucking know. Right. I have no fucking idea. I know it fucking terrified me. I know what it means to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Right. So uh, it's, I, yeah, I mean, it's. It's The Shining. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, I'm confused by that. Yeah, that's really odd to me. But um, if you haven't seen it and you're listening to a horror yeah, it's podcast. very strange. And I and for those of you who are not horror fans but like to listen to us anyway because you're awesome, um, you should watch The Shining, man. Yeah, yeah. Should, even if you have to get a bunch of people together and watch it with the lights on. Yeah, um, or take a break in, or take in a the break middle. In the you, middle, you need of to it. see The Shining. When should they watch it? What do you think? Like what time of day? I think that The Shining is. Terrifying any, any time of any day, t- any, t- any, <laughs> any time, time of day. day, but you should definitely watch it when it's cold. Yes, yeah, uh, and I mean as it starts to get colder, but also it's just a good way to finish your your holiday yeah. season. Um, and I think that snacks for The Shining, even though we may not be there yet, we can still talk about the movie. But no, 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 I that's think great. that sta- snacks for The Shining should be cold snacks. Yeah, you should have chocolate ice cream. Yes. You should have cold fruit cocktails. Yes, you should embrace the overlook and what you would be eating right. if you were at the overlook. Right, right. If you were um, having to be the caretaker at the overlook. At the overlook, yeah. You've always been the caretaker. You've always, oh my God, I have, haven't I? You've Jesus always Christ. been the caretaker here, Michael. Oh, it's fucking terrifying. Also, man, it's Catman Crothers, man. Come on. That yeah. dude's so badass. Yeah. If only to see the poster above Scatman oh Crothers' bed when he's in his Miami home. Um, 
It, he is. He is absolutely fantastic in this movie. They're all They're fantastic. They're all fantastic. Shelley Duvall is fantastic. Uh, the and little I know, boy. I know she's crazy, and it makes me so sad that she's crazy now. But but she was she was a fantastic, actually a fantastic director and a fantastic producer. Yeah. And, you know, a, a good actress if you put her in the right thing. Yeah. And, and, and apparently, I mean, even just from She was one of Robert Altman's favorite favorites. actors. And yeah. from some of the behind-the-scenes stuff I've seen, Kubrick was... was a dick. A dick. I mean, it was brutal to her. But it has, like, some of the best shots in, like, what you were talking about, unanswered questions. One of my favorite shots in the movie is when uh, Wendy and Danny are playing in the maze, and it pulls out. The camera pulls Ugh. out, pulls out, pulls out, pulls out. And it's Jack Nicholson uh, L- looking, looking at them in the in the model, model of, of the, the maze, maze. Yeah, I, that is inside the overlook hotel. I still don't hotel. know how he did that. Shit. I still don't know how he fucking did that shot. Yeah. But it, this this model this scene is something that did inspire Hereditary. Yeah, um, and wasn't comical. And wasn't comical, <laughs> and you know, it was done better, uh, frankly. Um, and it's like, what does it mean? What does it mean? They, I don't know. You fucking figure out yeah, what it means. Decide for but yourself. But it's still fucking terrifying. Yeah. Um, um, I think that a good pairing. For The Shining. Um, what would that be? I think, to me, you either have to have just straight up bourbon, uh huh, right? Or you should have red sangria. <laughs> you, should have, you should have cold wine drink. That flows like blood. That flows like blood <laughs> from an elevator. elevator. Another thing about this is that you can't make trailers like that anymore. That was the, I mean, if, if you haven't seen it, Shame on you, and who are you? But go to YouTube and 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 you or Google tra- trailer for mm-hmm. The Shining original trailer. The original trailer. And all it was was that. Yeah, dude. And it was incredible. And you can't make a trailer no, like that anymore. They don't. They don't let you. You have to show like fucking every beat of the movie. In they a don't. Trailer they now. don't let you make a trailer yeah. like that anymore. And just the trailer alone is a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so and, you, and so you should have red sangria and and cold things. That's yeah. Uh, what do you think we should have? With I would my probably drink? drink maybe like an ice cold Coca Cola. Um, okay. I do love though. Like I love <laughs> the idea of ice cream. In yeah. winter, I mean, in late fall, while watching The Shining. Yeah. Uh, or and, cold fruit cocktail. Yeah, cold fruit and cocktail. And when you watch the movie, you'll know why. Um, um, so another so thing, good. I mean, it seems obvious, but like, look, my other favorite horror movie. Dude, come on now. Uh, you, you, you cannot, I mean, you have to watch Halloween on Halloween, right? You have Isn't to. that like a rule? And I think that you would have to watch this one last. Yes. I, yes, this is how you end the Halloween season. Now, you can carry. Your love of fall and horror movies into November. Don't shy away from Don't it. Don't shy away from it. Keep doing it. Keep doing I do. it. But you need to watch Halloween. I am excited slash terrified, but I am. I'm hoping you know with this year with the new Halloween movie, you know, to add a to new add one. A new one uh, we, we'll see. Maybe that's one we can you know just go watch and do our response to. Right, um, but the original Halloween, John Carpenter. I mean, I know we we've brought it up so many times, but I mean, this is it. The it's, score, it's the score, the cinematography. It's the to me remains, even through all the years, remains yeah. the definitive slasher movie. Yeah. Um, it, also, like it gives you the feel, like to me anyway. I'm sorry, I no, no. But it's like you know when Laurie is walking to school in the morning, uh-huh. walking home from school in the afternoon, it is that feeling of autumn. Yes. It's that feeling of school just started. Leaves uh, are falling. Leaves are falling. Yeah. It, yeah. The, so much of this movie takes place during the day and is still creepy. It's, fu- it's, it's fucking perfect. I don't know what else to say about it. Listen, you know... There's that great shot in the movie when she gets home and she's getting ready to go babysit uh-huh. and she's on the second floor of her house and she looks out the window and he's standing in the yard. Yes. Just looking up at her. Uh-huh. And I, I mean, we're in, sitting in my house right now, so you know, I'm on the second floor. Right. And uh, it looks very much like Laurie Strode's house. house the and house Michael that Myers could just be on the grass. And there is a... A window in my bedroom that to to this day I sometimes glance out the window during the day and would not be surprised, surprised if, if, he was my, if Michael there. Myers was standing there looking up through my bedroom. That's window. awesome. Yeah, I scare myself, yes, man. Yes, it's. 
I, I, I mean, I will argue till the day I die. I don't it even know the, who I'm arguing with. It is the I think greatest slasher movie yeah, of all time. I think time. it's it's perfect. Now, would you say that this that that Halloween is like one of the greatest like Jalo inspired? Yeah, I think because there's the original. The one. original. Now we get crazy as we move forward, right? But yes, the original one is. There's nothing there's supernatural no, about no, it. No, no, Michael. The first one. The first one, not at all. Michael is stronger than most people, but that's, but that's not it. supernatural. Um, I think it's he's really just he has the mind of a killer. Like he's he's absolutely right. Fucking you know hell bent on this thing. I also love Scott Michael Myers, who's the best. I don't fucking care. You can you can keep your Jason Voorhees. Fight me IRL. Um, and then you have Laurie Strode, who is also, in my opinion, the best quote unquote final girl. Yeah. And then you have Doctor Fucking Loomis, played by Donald Pleasance, mm-hmm. who adds an element to this movie that I don't think most slasher movies have ever touched. They've tried. They have tried, and they've never like the 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 monomaniacal like. I, why will no one will fucking listen to this man? <laughs> right, right, right. He's and, definitely like the Cassandra figure. Yes, and, um, and, and Van Helsing at the same at the time. same time, and 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 will do will stop at nothing to stop right what he what he refers to as the evil on two legs. I uh, recent yeah, I recently watched uh, Prom Night. Oh yeah, nice Jamie Lee. Uh, with Jamie Lee Curtis, and I I kind of loved it. And it's to me one of the only slasher movies also of that time came after Halloween, of course, that has a figure like that, but doesn't quite reach the the, the heights of, of Doctor Dr. Loomis. Loomis or um, Donald Pleasance, who's you know who's like an icon. Yeah, in that movie. absolutely. Yeah. Um, I would you know this might sound goofy, but man, get a get if you have children, steal their candy. If That's you, exactly yeah. what I said. This is like go. This is a bowl of candy. This is a bowl of candy. This is chips and dip. Yeah. This is a. This is celebrate the fucking holiday. This, this the is greatest a, yeah. holiday of the year. This is a movie also where you can carve a jack o' lantern while you're doing yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but be careful. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do all of the Halloween I mean, things. things. This is it. It's, you know, and this, this, you know what? I think you should have a nice cold Coca-Cola. Yes! While you're watching <laughs> Halloween. Finally. I do. It's I perfect. Do. It's, it's that it's kind of movie. It's perfect because it is kind of like high school kids yeah. doing high school kid things. things. I mean, if you want to have a beer, like a Budweiser would sure, be great. Right. Yeah. 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 Paps Blue Ribbon if Definitely you want to do that. Ice cold Coca-Cola. This is, this is not fancy food. No. This is not fancy drinks. This is Coke and chips and, and candy and, and a bowl of candy. candy. Yeah. Um, yeah, have some candy corn. Um, it's it's a it's a great 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 Halloween film. The best. Yeah, the best. You got to finish Halloween with Halloween. Um, cool. Well, hopefully we have helped you plan hashtag plan your fall. Plan your fall, and we will be doing more because, like I said before, we could not possibly list oh, all yeah. every Halloween. We just movie. wanted to do some highlights. We just wanted to do some highlights, and we wanted to give some of our like hardcore horror fans an idea of what we watch on Halloween that is super scary. Uh, let us know what you watch that it's is super, super scary. scary. But we also wanted to give you stuff that is just high style and stuff that, you know. It's fun for the season. It's fun for the season and even fun for kids. Yeah. If you don't want your kids to, to watch like super, super scary stuff yet. Um, I had a story about oh. about Black Sabbath. Yes. Yeah. So uh, like in the early what, what I guess in '68, because this, you know, the the Mario Bava film came out in '60, was filmed '63, released '65, but in '68 there was a little known band called Earth playing at a small pub in London, um, and they noticed that across the street from the pub was a movie called Black Sabbath that had. People oh my lined God! The corner. That's how they got their and name. And they said maybe we should change our like this movie has longer lines than we do. Maybe we should change our name to Black Sabbath, and they did. Oh my God! So the, Mario Bava's film Black Sabbath is what inspired That's, Black Sabbath. So it might be the most important film of all time. Maybe it um, just might be. <laughs> wow! That's yeah. I had no idea. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, that's how they got their name. Anything wow. else? No, I mean a couple shout outs real quick. Uh, I don't know how we are. We're probably I don't know. We'll see. Right. Time. Yeah. No, we are. We've we, we've got some time. Okay. We'll, we'll continue to post on our 
Facebook, on uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, and our website, movies that we like to watch to prepare ourselves for, for fall, fall and, and Halloween. Halloween. Um, so it is Labor Day. We are oddly recording our fall episode on Labor Day. So uh-huh. uh, I wanted to give a shout out, uh, honestly, to, on my part, uh, the Actors Equity Association. Shout out. Me too, man. We're, uh, both, we're both AEA members. Awesome, AEA awesome members. union. Fucking incredible insurance and, and make sure we get breaks when we need them. Absolutely. Uh, and you have another, you're a member yeah, of two man. unions. I want to give a shout out to SDC, the Stage Directors and Choreographers Society. Uh, thank you, Bob Fossey, for refusing to work on Broadway until the producers recognize the union. I wouldn't have insurance or a pension without you, man. And it's part of what allows Michael and I to do this. This, yeah, um, absolutely. So, yay unions. Yay unions. Uh, and then, of course, usual shout-outs. Jim John Make Noise for all their awesome music. Follow us on all the things. If yeah. I'm going to say it again. If you do enjoy the show, we would love for you to review it on iTunes. Please, please, please. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and and go on our Facebook page and... and uh, you know, tell us what you tell watch. Tell what you watch for Halloween. Oh, and next week, get ready. Uh-huh. Next episode, we're gonna go. We're gonna go eat breakfast tacos at Alamo Draft House and see the nun and yes. come right back and talk about it. Yes. Cindy probably prepping her cosplay. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is you and I going back to our Catholic roots. Yeah. Yes. Yep. 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 Terrifying nuns. Yes. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us, right. and let's get ready for Halloween. Woo. Yo. Bye.